It's 2002, and things are tense, 9-11. For Darling December, this month we... We're watching good movies. I'm not kidding. Keep it in. Keep it in. For Darling December, the month we watch good movies, I think for the intro, I'll talk about why I love Lady Bird 2017. Lady Bird came out in 2017, but I never saw it until 2018, and now it holds the record for the movie I've watched the most times, and I do not rewatch movies at all, ever. Sometimes I don't even watch them. Two. It's sincere, it's well-written, and it feels like an honest depiction of that significant part of your life where you're a rebellious teenager and you want to exist anywhere but where you are. And three. This was the first time I ever saw Timothy Chalamet in a movie, and after this role, I cannot ever see him as a redeemable good person ever die, 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 die. Starring Doug Cockle as Ladybird Goose Johnson... (laughs) (laughs) keep it in this is ladybird this movie is horny as shit (laughs) their assholes are always out it's insane airtight awesome i'm psychic in many ways that guy's had like three sandwiches this week let's fucking kill him (laughs) that was in a word insane what was that? What are you nothing, doing? What were nothing. you doing there? Welcome back to, to Critical, Critical Darlings. Do the echo. <laughs> Do the echo. Do the echo there. All right. Critical Darlings. Welcome back to Critical Darlings. Did that work? Yeah, it's, oh, it's still doing it now. We're shit. echoing. That Anything you want to say so in echo, cool. Max? Yeah. Help me. Help, 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 help me. I'm in a cave. Did that work? What are you? What the fuck are you pressing? You keep I'm pressing. turning the echo up and down. Well, what is that? You're like pressing it. Like what is that? I have to manually pump it up from one to sixteen. Pump it. Pump it. Pump it. Wait, you have to manually pump up what? People are like audio. People are always like, "Well, I have to recalibrate the fuck." It's like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> the Turn echo the fucking has, volume. The up. echo has intensities from one to sixteen. Right now, it's on one. It's uh, crazy that that machine can do that, but it can't record audio well. I'm kidding. It can't. It can't. It can't. We just had a long thing about We just had a setup process that you would not want to be here for. But yes, but with this mixer, a new mixer. Woo woo! Uh, yeah. We, Welcome yeah. to the Critical Darlings. Hopefully, this episode is sounding a little bit better little than bit usual. Upgrade. And if it's not, your mama. Your mama house. And uh, uh, for real. So Clayton, Hayden, and I like had a three-way on this mixer. Whoa. So whoa, we all... Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> we all paid... Well, they paid $30, and I just paid $20. Uh-huh. Uh, and we got this mixer. It was the only way. It was like the closest thing to even that mathematically it worked out to. Max really ran the numbers on it. And <laughs> yeah, and that equals 75, baby. Yeah. 30, 30, <laughs> 20. You know who does have arithmetic, though? Even though I may not possess those arithmetic? skills. Arithmetic? Arithmetic. You know who does possess those skills? Who? The whales in Avatar The Way the of Water. The whales in <laughs> Avatar The Way of Water. Spoiler alert! <gasps> spoiler alert! That's okay. It doesn't affect the plot at all. Hey, like spoiler alert! Don't go see that fucking movie. Spoiler alert! Clayton just saw it today. I saw it. I just got back from seeing it. This is a weird like episode of Critical Darlings where <coughs> I am so steamed up, mad about yeah. a movie other than the movie that we're about exactly. to talk about. Exactly. Um, and I'll just say this: I won't spend too much time on it. But Avatar Two fucking sucks. I love that. Um, I'm angry about it. Uh, I kind of can't believe that people are talking about it as positively as they are. Um, the minor spoilers for the very beginning of the movie. Literally, just like press skip ahead thirty seconds from here. But the villain of the movie is the same villain from the last movie. But they brought him back to life. Somehow Palpatine survives. Somehow Corporal Fuckstick returns. <laughs> Woo! But who are we? We're the Critical Darlings. My name is Maxim. I'm a renowned Austin <laughs> drag king, a comedian, podcaster, creative voice in the Central Texas scene. True. I'm Clayton. Love that. And we are Critical Darlings. Critical, Critical Darlings. darlings. Critical Darlings is the one and only podcast brought to you by... The only podcast. 
We're not sick. We just have a roommate who's passed out on the couch listening to us right now. And we also had a different one, different roommate who was also passed out during like a party because he was Uh sick. And then we had me. I wasn't really sick, but I had really gross congestion stuff. So my life was really hard too. And then Clayton, uh, we can get into that in a second, Uh but (laughs) Critical Darlings is the one and only podcast where two best buds talk about movies. Wow, but that doesn't exist. But we have an angle on it. We have negative opinions about movies. Wow. Yeah. That that doesn't exist. But we also have some positive opinions about some movies that may kind of be stinkers even. Exactly. So Clayton's the critic. I'm the critic. And I'm the darling. James Cameron. Exactly. I'm the darling. I love you, James Cameron. And together, we are Critical Darlings. darlings. Every week, we ambush each other with a shite film in it. (laughs) A terrible film. Yes. And we talk about it. But December, but Christmas time, this time, when Jesus was Emmer born, Effer. Christ is born in Bethlehem. The tone, I don't know. Christ is born in Bethlehem. Born is, is the born king of Israel. Israel. Topical, topical, topical. Don't say that. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So we were like, we should watch. Hey, it. come get your kingdom, man. Yeah, come and get come and get your kingdom, dude. Dude, for real. Bro. Uh, we can't be stopped. We're on a we're roll. We're on a fucking roll, darling. So this month we're like, let's watch some good damn films. So because of scheduling errors and, and recording problems, yep, um, yep. <laughs> the disaster movie episode happened and then Max Keeble's big move didn't come out until December. And even That's though, not true. Right? Yeah, Maxwell's Big Move came out, or like the one right before... Uh, or it was, was it? Talking Cat that came out. Oh, in, you're, right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Talking Cat, because they're just the same in my head, because they're yeah. both so good. Very uh, similar movie. Yeah. <laughs> talking Cat. A Talking Cat? A Talking... Hold on, wait, Max, Max. A Talking Cat? Hold on, wait, do it again. Okay. <laughs> A Talking Cat? And there you have it, and ladies and gentlemen, it, folks. Oh, that is awesome that we can do that. Yeah, I would love to get because I think we can plug a soundboard into Definitely. this, and we can make it go. Did you say something just now, or did you just what? <laughs> did you just fart before you could finish your sentence? I shit my pants. I got too embarrassed. Shut to your pants. The sentence. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So last week we watched Synecdoche, New York. Synecdoche. And New this York. week, we'll talk about it in a second, but we watched Lady Bird. Lady favorite movie Bird ever. Johnson. But Clayton, before all that, what's going on? What's, ha- what's the happen? What's the <laughs> buzz? Tell me what's happening. Uh, <laughs> I love that we got a sound mixer and now I, I'm doing a bit where I cough really loud and peek the microphone. I can see it peeking. Sorry, y'all. I'm peeking. I love it because when you peek on this, the the soundboard literally like flashes at you. And it's like, hey, it's like stop. stop it. Oh my God. Driving today, uh, a cop pulled over the person directly behind me but that person thought they were coming after me so that person like you know tried to hit you to to help the cop tried to get out of the lane Uh but the cop just like swerved and got right behind them and i was like ha you know whenever you see a pig chasing someone else down on the farm damn suddenly that's when all all of my socialism goes out the window and i'm like get him that what animal 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 farm yes that movie freaked me out. I'm sorry, the book. We watched like a couple of movies of it. We watched uh-huh. like three adaptations of it in class. A movie of it would be I haven't I, I've never seen a movie of Animal Farm. It sounds fucking horrifying. Yeah, because there was an animated one and then a live action <laughs> one with like puppets and it was like horrible. Uh-huh. Um Ugh. But just the whenever a boxer pigs gets sent should stay pigs. In day I'll say pens. that much. The day that pigs can crane their necks to look up at the sky. That'll it's be the day over. when pigs fly. That's why they can't fly. They evolved to just they stop even, looking They don't up. even know there's a sky. They don't even know. That's actually beautiful. If they knew there was a sky, they could fly. They could fly. And just like us, if you. we knew our endless potential, we could fly. You and me and, yes. and, um, and Hayden. I don't know if Hayden could. Hayden's on the couch. Hayden's on the, Hayden's on the couch. Can everybody have that chocolate over there in the yellow bag? There's chocolate here? I didn't even know there was chocolate here. 
Wait, so I asked I asked someone at the Christmas party, spoiler alert, we have one if you want to And should have been there. If Boy George was like a bad person. Uh a bad boy. A bad boy, George. And they were like, um, I don't think so. And I think he like is a bad person. I think that person was just saying something. Like they weren't even they weren't even thinking. Like they were just stupid. I don't yeah, I don't know anything about the life and affairs of Boy George. Of Boy George. But I'm gonna say it, he's a good dude. Mr. Bombast. That didn't work. I'm bent that Mr. Bombast. Mr. Bombastic. There we go. <laughs> Mr. Bombastic. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't like that movie. <laughs> it was fine. But I, I listened to that song. Wait, no, that's is that is that Barnyard or is that flushed away? I don't know because I thought that <laughs> we was, just watched it. I thought that was an actual rapper. Like I thought that was a. But is Mr. Bombastic just from one of those movies? I think um, it's Barnyard because he's like the 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 mouse like rapping in the. Barn. Yes, 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 yes. So Mr. Bombastic is. I always not thought it was flushed away. Um, I have no idea. I, I gotta be honest. If he's a real dude, I don't know him. I think you better be flushed. He's actually a reference to Eminem. I think you better be flushed away. Take that. Think you better take, be flushed away. Take that shit back. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Yeah. So my week, my man. Oh yeah. Um. So I uh, woke up nary uh two nights ago. Um, the night of the Christmas party, in fact. La 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 la. That's Best. what it sounded like. Yeah, so we all leave the Christmas party going, oh, that was so much fun. We all had a great time. We uh-huh. all love being friends and we're all in great health. We went Christmas caroling, by the way, which went better than you might think. Not well, but better than you would think. Yes, 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 yes. Um, really poorly, but better than you would think. Christmas carolers. <laughs> get out. Get out. <laughs> I should do a radio play. I think so, too. Honestly. Can we hear a scene? Yeah. I'm so nervous. Do you think they're going to... Do you think they're going to... They're coming. They're coming. We have Christmas carols for you, Mr. Void. Here, do you want to hear our song? All right. I'm fantastic. Mr. Bombastic. Hey. <laughs> Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <gasps> it will return. Scene. <laughs> it will return. Is that what you said? Yeah, in Avenger Endgame. In Avenger Endgame. That was horrible. No. Good, hey, goodbye, new and old listeners. What? Every episode we record, I'm like, okay, I should like take this episode and send it to a network to like prove why uh-huh. we should have our own show uh-huh. on a network. And I'm like, no, I'll just wait for the ne- the next one. That's like a better episode. Uh-huh. It's happened for like two months now. These episodes are all great. Lucas has been p- tearing through them. He was telling us about it at the Christmas party. That's right. Hey, Lucas, if you're listening, slow down. Yes. Stop listening to this podcast. Listen dude. At, listen at point seven, um, point. What? Point Dexter. Point listen listen to Point Dexter the podcast. What if you were in a TV show, would you have like a rewatch podcast of it? Um I mean if the show was good. Actually if the show was bad, that would be bad. I would love like yeah. a rewatch podcast of like NYPD Blue or something. Yeah, like after my contract expires, like I'm allowed to say whatever I want. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, well, at this episode, I actually I don't I don't remember doing I this don't at remember all. this at all. This is kind of like in the middle. This is when I started going from Molly to ketamine, so like my memory is just shot at this point. My friend does ketamine. But not in a drug way. He does it to cure his depression and it works. He does it cuz he's a horse. Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> And I look in his mouth every fucking day, dog. But, uh, yes, as we alluded to earlier, I, I had a very rough time after the Christmas party. I woke up uh, choking, uh, I think, on my own vomit. Uh, I couldn't breathe. I uh, was <laughs> losing action to the point that I genuinely like tried to go to the bathroom and fell to my knees, like hacking and wheezing and coughing. Uh, and then I went to the bathroom and I threw up everywhere and I was shitting and it was really bad. It was, it was one of the worst moments in my life. So that was like a moment that it was really kind of like your come to God moment. Do you think? I think so. Is, yes. Is this like your version of a Christmas Carol? Wake up in the middle of the night. Yes. Like, that was definitely my, uh, J- what James Crowley, who's the fucking ghost. Fucking. That comes yeah. It's like, it's like 
James Marley. Baxter Crowley or something. Yeah, yeah. James, J- Old James Marley. I was Scrooge in a high school play. I got Scrooge in a high school play. <laughs> I got also, Scrooge yeah, in my high uh, school Sorry bathroom. to break it to you. You're Scrooge every day to me. Frick you, man. No. Do you know any Scrooges in your real life? <laughs> wait, wait, this is great. Scroo- uh, no, who was your Scrooge of the Week? My Scrooge of the Week <laughs> was the golly, diarrhea that fucking came out of your ass. James Cameron, man. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Uh, who was your that's Scrooge good. of the Week, Max? That's good. <clears throat> um, my Scrooge of the Week was the person at the door who said I had to pay $10 to watch a drag show. Ew. But it was okay because I because I I want to support the bar, so I was like, you know what, okay. Uh-huh. But, oh, you know who my Scrooge of the week was? We had what? somebody who came to my work and got so drunk that they started walking to the bathroom. They were drunk when they showed up, and we oh, cut God. them off. We didn't even serve them any alcohol, but they showed up and they started walking to the bathroom. And tripped forward and hit. We have like heaters. Oh my like god! Metal heaters in the in the in the. I was gonna say like, 30s. That means nothing to you, but like in the like outside, the midpoint of yeah. the restaurant. Yeah. Because yeah. um, most 30s. of our restaurant is like a covered patio area, mm-hmm. uh, so it's like half outside. So we need to have like heaters. Um, and he fully tripped forward and like <laughs> hit hit the pole part with his oh head. My God. Um, Dong. And the whole thing like shifted around and like fire like sprayed out of the sides of it. Oh my God. Um, it was very funny. Okay, but I want to say my tiny Tim of the week. Ooh. Someone, someone, an unlikely hero who who I learned to appreciate in the final act. Ooh. You could say, <laughs> was um, my older sister. Jamie, Aww. yeah, she nice. made some great food, and she got me this great gift for Christmas. Mm-hmm. My tiny Tim of the week is Hayden Hartrick for showing me how to set up this, uh, uh, yeah, this Pushang T six. Oh, that reminds me. There were these he just French, shot me with a gun. These French people at work, they were talking in Ugh. French, and uh, and the there's like two two really young kids, and one of them is like. Poisson, de poisson, de poisson, de poisson, like pointing at the fish. Uh-huh. And I was like, eh, oui, beaucoup de poisson. And the mom was like, looked at me like I was a fucking creep. Talking to the kid, uh-huh. in, to the child in French. <laughs> and I don't know if like, maybe what I said was out of line. Uh-huh. I mean, it means a lot of fish. <laughs> pointing to the fish. And she looked at me like I was weird. And then she left. Maybe, French. Do you think you said it bad? That was a definite fear of mine. Yeah, uh-huh. like I just said, like something horrible, you know. Uh-huh. I, I I saw like a vlog of some guy in France. What? what? Vlog? A you vlog? vlogs? I didn't watch it. It was a clip that was on Twitter, uh, but it was a guy who went up to like a French person and was like, "Merci beaucoup." And he was like talking mm-hmm. French, and she was like, "Oh, oh, huh, huh, huh?" And he like kept like repeating, it and she was like, "Oh, you are, you are." English, mm, hello, and like she was doing. Obviously, he was yeah. like speaking French, but she was like being like, "You can't fucking talk French, yeah, <laughs> idiot, um, idiot." My friend moved to France and now plays in a band in France. But we went to college with him. Whoa, he was straight. I wished he was gay. Damn, but um, yeah, he <laughs> Is moved. He a listener? To, uh, no. Uh, but I, hey, if you are, buddy, listen. Let's be real, but uh, he like work. He like works in France now. Like I think lives in Paris. I think, uh-huh. uh, but he's in a French band. Max, what's up? Any dreams or anything? Yes, I oh. had a dream. So I was in the finale of Red River Rain. Shout out to Embry officially winner of Red River Rain yeah. cycle two. Hell yeah! I don't know if you're listening, but hey, slay. Um, so. But I was, like, uh, helping out another friend, like, in their number. And uh, right before, like, the night before that, I had a dream as if I was talking. Like, I was, like, on a podcast. But not this podcast. I was on a podcast talking. And I was, like, really mad. And I was, like, you know, straight people, like, hate drag. I don't know what universe I, like, existed in. But I was, like, straight people hate drag. But little do they know, Nicki Minaj has been doing drag from day one. You can't look at her and say that what she does is not drag. 
because I was like imagining Nicki Minaj like 2011 where she used to wear those big wigs and like crazy outfits and stuff and be uh-huh. like insane and crazy. Uh-huh. And then I like woke up and I was like, I was right. And then at that show, they were playing Nicki Minaj. And I was like, oh my God. That's it. Whoa. That was my dream. The only dream I can recall in a week. These new meds are really kicking in. They're mm. saying you're going to have no fucking thoughts, you idiot. When you went to sleep, you're going to go to fucking sleep. Um, with that, Max, should we talk about the little birdie? Little in the room? bird in the room? Yeah, the little bird in the Johnson. So, Max, what do you think about this movie? About so, this film? Let's about get this real. Flick. Let's get real. Hayden just got up and left. He's <laughs> pissed. He's pissed. He's mad at us. Uh, let's get real. So, we watched 2017's Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Lady Bird. Introducing Lady Bird. Lady Bird? Uh, wait, a Lady Bird? <laughs> Uh, Watch Lady Bird, starring Saoirse Ronan, Laurie Metcalf, Lucas Hedges, Timothy Chalamet. I don't know who the dad was, but he was good. The yeah. the, the teacher, the theater director, the guy who was in Dune, who was like... Yeah, the, everybody in that movie is fucking gives a great performance. Yes, and I'll just say in one word, loved it. One it was word, really good. No. I, I, for some reason, had this image in my mind where I was like unimpressed by this movie or something. Uh-huh. Um, I think, I don't know if I just watched it at a bad time or I just like misremembered my feelings for it. Uh, but watching it this time, I was really kind of like blown away all over again. Like this movie is, is fantastic. Very, very much so. You know, tells the story. If you're unfamiliar, Lady Bird tells the story of a young, uh, woman in 2002 named Christine, but she wants to go by Lady Bird. And uh, she, her family is uh, poor. She lives in a poor family in Sacramento. Yes. Which is the, she doesn't like it. It's a boring town, kind of a suburby place, uh-huh. but not like a polished suburb, like much more like, you know, just like a poorer area of the town. Um, and she's just like, just like such a teenager, 17 years old, senior year of high school. Um, she and her mom, like, don't get along, but they do, but they don't like a mother daughter relationship like that. Yeah. And um, she has an adopted brother uh, who just graduated from college and uh, the dad loses his job. And it's just like kind of the story of her, her senior year of high school and her growing up, mm-hmm. you know, in that, in that pivotal year of her life. And um, I just fucking loved it. I think I've seen it. I, I think I've seen it four or five times now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would say uh, the, it, it, it's a very like intimate movie. Mm-hmm. Um like at points, it feels like we are truly just like watching the genuine like moments out of somebody's life uh, yeah. passing by. Um, Lady Bird as a character, uh, I, at the very beginning, <coughs> yeah, I was a little worried because I was like, "Damn, I hate this." <laughs> <Yeah>. bitch. <laughs> like she is, a, she is a real nightmare. Um, yeah, but that is very, I think, purposeful. Oh yeah. Um, you know, we're seeing a lot of the ways that like family can hurt one another uh, if it's on purpose or not um and ladybird is like a mean person at the yes. beginning uh yeah i think they really like because her whole kind of arc you could say is you know uh maturing as evidenced by her beginning not liking where she is not appreciating her family really not appreciating anyone around her taking everything for granted and just wanting to just not be where she is and just uh-huh. leave and just she hates her town. She hates her life. Um, and then by the end of it, she appreciates everything. She does get out, but she is really grown and appreciates it, appreciates the people around her, um, really matures and uh, everything. But I just think like the way that she is written as a character is so sincere and honest and true. And Saoirse Ronan just portrays her so well. Yeah. I believe I read somewhere that this is kind of like Greta Gerwig. It's like a semi-autobiographical, like, because I believe she's from Sacramento. Maybe uh-huh. wrong. Um, but uh, if not, it definitely feels like it comes from a true place. Like, I could, if Greta Gerwig yeah. said, like, that was her as a teenager in 2002, I would totally believe that. Yeah, if anything, I would be more surprised if this was not a lot of, like, personal yeah. uh, uh, borrowings. Because, like, it, it really does feel feel like too universal and like intimate to like not be coming off of like memories yeah 
Um, yeah, so many like universal things like her, you know, we see her like losing her virginity in a shitty way. Yeah. Uh, we see her like not going to prom and instead having fun with her best friends mm-hmm. uh, and, and her talking about, you know, masturbating while stealing communion wafers. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's all, it all feels very like juvenile in a very relatable way. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is right. I feel like the way it achieves that is I heard some writing advice on another podcast once specifically talking about love Simon and how in love Simon, they tried to make a gay character who was like so bland and universal because they tried to make him relatable in a sense. Uh-huh. Um, but they, they like lost that they lost the relatability because they tried to make him relatable in a sense. Yeah. I feel like with Ladybird here, it's just such a specific story. Like it tells the story of the specific girl who it doesn't, it's not that she just <laughs> hates the world. It's that she hates Sacramento, you know, and it's not that she like, um, is ashamed of her family. She's ashamed of the fact that they're poor and she wants to be rich. It's like all these really specific details and stuff. Yeah. Which I think, you know, probably is because it feels so Im- like, or it likely is autobiographical uh-huh. in some way. But, um, but that just really lends to how universal and relatable it is because it's so specific. Like, I feel like I have met so many ladybirds in my life and I feel like I was really like a ladybird at that age. Uh-huh. Genuinely. It is, yeah, because, you know, a lot of movies like this, it would be like a much more contemptuous relationship between family members. Yeah. Um, but this feels very human in that it's like the the biggest issues come from, like, how much these people do love each other. Like, yeah. obviously, like, Lady Bird and her mom are, like, close friends, even, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, what you can hope for, like, as a parent. Yeah. Um, and I would know. Um and uh, uh, the f- it's it's never that she like Ladybird like can't stand her mom, but it's like that she has these wants and desires. Yeah, and her mom has also these wants and desires for her, and and it's just not fitting together quite right. Yeah, uh, and it's really uh, sad and beautiful. It's and I I don't think I cried any of the times I've previously watched it, but I did cry this time, which mm-hmm. is so interesting. I really love that that. <coughs> It moved me at this point. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I, I think when I watched this, if, if it was 2018, then I must have been, must have been 19 when I watched it. I think uh-huh. it was like probably like my first semester away from college. I think, and uh, or away for college, and um, yeah, I really feel like at, when I was in senior year, I was very similar in that like I hated Houston so much, and I just wanted to get out, and like I hated the house I lived in, and I hated just like the boring neighborhood and just none of it felt even her saying the thing like she like she wished she lived on the east coast uh like new york or at least connecticut where people are writers in like the woods and stuff Uh uh-huh that is like exactly how i felt like i was like i at least if not new york i would at least want to live in like boston or something like Uh um and i feel like as i've gotten older even within the last year i've really learned to like appreciate where i am right now in my life much more uh-huh. rather than just trying to distract myself before I get to where I want to be. And I've done like a lot of rethinking and reworking my life plans and life goals to be ambitious while being uh-huh. realistic and being grateful for where I am. And that feels like kind of what Ladybird comes to at the end of the movie. And I think seeing that, at this point in my life where I feel like now I'm kind of getting to a more mature place. Like she gets at the end of this movie really, I think just struck a chord with me. Yeah. So, period. I think w- what I really love about her journey is because mm-hmm. again, in a similar way, like I could see this within myself. Like yeah. as a kid, I always, I thought that I wanted to like live in all these different places, which mm-hmm. I still, you know, realistically would right. enjoy doing. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing that I was always actually wanting was to be like a different person mm-hmm. and, and like be the kind of person who would live in New York or who would live in L.A. Right. Um, and that is something that you can work on wherever you're at. Fully. Um, and I, I, I love Austin a, a good deal. Yeah. And that's so interesting because it's like you can tell all the people around Lady Bird 
under, understand that in their own ways. Like uh-huh. her best friend, played by Beanie Feldstein, who is amazing. Yeah, which I, I totally forgot about. Yeah. She was great. In amazing movie. in this role. Um, <laughs> I feel like, you know, she is like grateful for where she is. And then um, the mom is grateful for where she is. And then, or in, uh, in a different way. And then even like the popular girl, like is, is it's like a different thing, you know, but in her own way, like, the popular girl isn't trying to be somewhere else, you know, uh-huh. even though she lacks maturity in other ways, she does have that aspect, which Lady Bird does not have. And Lady Bird, you know, tries to be more like her uh, because she just doesn't want to be herself. Like, yeah. yeah. And God, it's just so, I really feel like in the hands of a different director, this could have been done really poorly, but all these things that I feel like I see in so many other movies, like, you know, losing your virginity or trying to be friends with a popular girl or fighting with your parents or whatever, uh-huh. they just feel so fresh when they're in this story for some reason. They just feel so new and, like, so reinvented in some way that just really can't, comes off the screen for me when I watch it. So, uh-huh. period. Have you seen uh, Booksmart? Yes, I love Booksmart. Yes, very similar. Also has Beanie Feldstein. Yeah, Beanie Feldstein's great. She's just fucking great. <laughs> yeah, really, Everything I see her in, it just makes me smile. She's um, also Minnie Faye in Hello, Dolly. Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> me? Just my gay ass? <laughs> uh-oh. 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 Um, uh, 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 another great thing in this movie is mm-hmm. the devil himself. Uh, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet's yes, character. The devilish little bastard boy. Um, what a... It, tr- there, were, there were a lot of characters like that in this movie where I'm like watching them like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, but none more than him. <laughs> Fully. And because uh, all the characters have a lot of depth, but like Timothy Chalamet kind of in a fun way feels kind of two-dimensional because like, I mean, because he acts that way, like, uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of depth below the character, but like, yeah, depth uh, below waiting for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, it's so fucking good. He plays that fucking performative, moody teenager type, serious uh-huh. act smoker, like kind of. Yeah, he's an anarcho socialist at age 17. <laughs> yeah, and he's just such an asshole. And it all accumulates because you know she try, she's trying to impress him this whole time. After she finds out that her first boyfriend Lucas Hedges is gay, we will we will get to him. Uh, we'll get to that guy. Um, but then it like leads up to her losing her virginity with him, and then him lying and like gaslighting her and saying that he never said he was a virgin uh-huh. when he did say he was a virgin, and yep. um. Then him blaming her for it and him specifically saying the words, why are you getting mad at me over something I can't control? Uh-huh. That, I don't know if like that part hit me like extra special because that exact phrasing has been like levied against me before in sim- similar situations yeah. like that. But it's just like that comes from such a real place. Like I am confident that like someone said those words to Greta Gerwig in some situation uh-huh. because it's like... Oh my god! Like that is just exactly what that fucking bastard would say. Yeah, absolutely horrendous. When mm-hmm. when you lost your virgin, we don't have to talk about yeah, it like too period. much. Was it like good? Like did, did was it a pleasant experience for um, you? It wasn't bad, uh, but it definitely isn't how I w- how I had dreamed it would happen. Uh huh. When I was like a like a thirteen or whatever, it was in a car. It was fun. Nice. The guy was the guy was nice, and we I think we hooked up twice. Nice. I don't remember. Um, I have not talked to him again since, and it, it was purely just like a hookup thing. Uh-huh. And he was my age, and he was like, we were both like 18. Um, oh, yeah. But it was definitely out of desperation to achieve something similar, uh-huh. to, similar to Lady Bird, like wanting yes, it to be special. 100%. Um, and then it was not that. Um, uh-huh. I, I'm not like beat up by it, but um, but yeah. What mm. about you? Slugger. Um, yeah, mine also, in a similar way... Um, I got lucky in that it was Period. like Okay. <laughs> uh, you could say I got lucky. Um I got lucky in that it was not like some awful embarrassing thing. Yeah. Uh but it also I I think I wanted it to f- like be like, oh, this is happening. Yeah. And it really was just like the classic as everyone says, it's like yeah. okay. something feels good for a little bit and then it's over. And it's over. And, and it's like, okay, it. nothing really happened here. Yeah. Uh, mine was with 
Um, okay. a, a friend. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to say this person. I thought name. you were going to say It was that. with somebody who I was a friend of at the time. I was really not prepared for that. Uh, it was also um, on, uh, I think I've told you this before. I don't know if you remember it. It was on her birthday that this happened. I remember that. I remember her 30th birthday. No. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, so the way that Lady Bird loses her virginity here, but also that, yeah, it was a bad experience, but it wasn't necessarily traumatizing for her. And she like talks about it later. She like jokes about it. And then in a funny way, she talks to Beanie Feldstein, how she's like, uh, here, I think I wrote the the quote down Uh a lot. I think it really summarized the thesis of the movie. Um, she said, so Beanie Feldstein is like, how was it? Like, wasn't it great? Like losing your virginity. And, um, Lady Bird says, I wanted it so badly, but I found that when it happened, I really like dry humping much more than they uh-huh. And it's like, if that's not like the thesis of the whole movie, and it, it is one of the messages of the movie. Yep. Like, I wanted it so bad, but when it really happened, you know, maybe I didn't really want it. Like, you uh-huh. know, uh, like I thought I wanted it. And that's like just such a teenager thing and yep. such a fucking thing at that age. And, um, God. Oh my god! And another part of being of that age is being ungrateful to your parents. <laughs> yes, and that was hard for yes. both me and Clayton to watch because we both have <laughs> perfect relationships with our mothers. Uh, uh, no, but uh, yeah, that the whole relationship with her and her and Laurie Metcalf playing her mother. Yes, there were so oof. many points during the movie where. Like one of them would say a line, and me and Max like looked at each other, like, yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, yeah, folks, be nice to your fucking mom. <laughs> uh, yeah, specifically, Lady Bird saying that she lives on the wrong side of the tracks whenever God. she meets people. God. And then Lucas had just coming over and being like, just to the mom, saying, Lady Bird always says she lives on the wrong side of the tracks, and I thought it was a metaphor, but there really are tracks. That's so funny. And then, like, Laurie Metcalf, in that brilliant, like, two seconds, her yeah. eyes just, like, all the light goes out from them. It's uh-huh. just so... Oh, my... Because that literally is... <sighs> yeah. And something that I would do when I was a teenager. I was, like, embarrassed of my parents, ashamed of... I mean, everyone obviously is. But, like, it really stings whenever they find out in a certain way like that. And it's just... Uh-huh. That's why... I like fucking never want to have kids. <laughs> yeah. Never want to have fucking kids. Uh-huh. <sighs> um, but yeah. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very brutal. Yeah. Um, another thing that happens in this movie, as we talked about a little bit earlier, is Lucas Hedges. Yes. Who, uh, everything with this plotline is very interesting, but uh-huh. Lady Bird gets a boyfriend who's a theater boy uh, who respects women so much that he won't touch their boobs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I that I have never heard that in real life, but I've heard other people say that when they were in the closet, that's exactly what they would say, that they respect uh-huh. women so much they would never want to have sex with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, he, he is great. I, I think he's gay in real life. Regardless, he is an amazing, believable little closet case. <laughs> like, uh-huh. It's so adorable. Um, and the fact that he's so earnest, and everyone is so earnest during the musical audition, uh-huh. like, like you commented on it. Yeah. Uh, what, did, what did you say? It's in most like stuff. <laughs> Cause you see that scene a lot where there is like an audition happening and we're seeing how hilariously bad everybody is. Yeah. Uh, but in this version, uh, everybody is like believably good, which yeah. makes it so much more embarrassing to watch. Exactly. Uh, and so then he gets the lead role and merrily we, we roll along. Uh-huh. He goes, uh, there are giants in, in the, the sky. sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great oh performance. He's, so adorable. He's very good. Yeah. Um, and it's really good. And then they fall in love and they say they love each other and they're so passionate and they name, they like choose a star in the sky and stuff. And uh-huh. then he is caught kissing another boy in the bathroom yes and it's dramatic and crazy uh max have you ever found out that one of your boyfriends was gay gay? (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it broke my fucking heart and i fucking dumped his ass Uh uh-huh um i only date straight men yes (coughs) Uh, my first uh this is this is this is true fact my first girlfriend lesbian um and second didn't find out is that true? 
I don't know. 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 I, don't know. I thought. I thought. I don't know. I for some reason I thought I I forgot the order. Um. No. Yes. My my first actual like real person that I dated, not including pillows. real person, not Hatsune Miku, um, not not Hatsune Miku, not AI bots, not my uh, not not not. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, there were signs pretty much as clear as the ones in this movie, which I think is, is funny to look I love back that. on. I love that. Um, it feels, yeah, it, it, it feels very real. Um, but, they, the, but you know what? They were so in love. The, the scene where he comes back and is, like, trying to talk to her. Oh, my God. And just yeah. starts crying. Because she's being, she's being really mean to him. Yeah, exactly. For, like, like you know. She's not like supposed to be like a homophobic character. Yeah. And it's like, girl, you know that Yeah. He's in a Catholic school. Like obviously he does not really want this to be the case right yeah. now. And she's like so immature and she just wants to win this argument because she's like still part of her is still like a child. Uh-huh. And she's just like, You're gay. Like and then he yeah. starts crying. And I think that's another moment. There were a few times in this movie where now that I've seen it so many times, I, it feels like okay, like that's a mo- that marks a moment in her maturity, like right here, and that definitely is yes, one. The her second, choosing yeah. to like comfort him, yeah, yeah, and I love that because this movie so many times in the middle of tension, it it will just switch immediately to comfort uh-huh. in a way that is so true of like when you're a teenager and your emotions just switch back and forth all the time. So it's like. Yes. Like, like whenever she's fighting with her mom, then they're fine. Or she's feeling one way, and then she's feeling a different way. Uh-huh. Um, and that moment right there with Lucas Hedges, and she, he, like, starts crying, and oh, my God. It's just so... And they're, like, friends for the rest of the movie. Yeah. It's so sweet. It really does feel like... I remember a lot as, like, a kid, it would be, like... My parents would be, like, furious uh, at me about something, and then... Mm-hmm. I would be upset about that, and then it would switch to them comforting me about the fact that I feel bad. Yeah, uh, and it's just yeah. Again, like so many it's of the so other like things that. That we've been talking about, uh, very human thing, very yeah. universal experience. Very I think real and just yeah, really, really good. And uh, it's funny because similar to Lady Bird, when I was that age, when I was like seventeen and 18 i was really i really wanted uh to date somebody just really wanted Uh a boyfriend i was one of the only gay people in my whole high school and the first time i watched this movie maybe first or second i saw the lucas hedges scene whenever he's like kissing the other boy and then he's like then later when he breaks down and like part of me like part of like my immature like brain still was like i still like want like part of me still wants to have had that like still Uh wants to have gone through that kind of thing and it just really is such like a grass is always greener situation that i feel like i'm still even growing up out of now that this movie really highlights just anything that you think you want in general is just Maybe you do want it, or maybe you just, like you said, want to be the type of person who has that, or uh-huh. in your perfect mind. And also, it's like you always want it, but you always want it your way. Like, and the way you're going to get it is never going to be the way that you want to get it. Most yeah. Of the time. So. Yeah. Period. Um, Max. Also, did you? Uh, one more little thing here, and then yeah. we can talk about like G Force and stuff. <laughs> Another big part of the movie is a prom. Uh, did you go to your? Yeah, prom, Max? I did go to my prom. So we were a pretty big school, so you could not go to. Uh, prom unless you were a senior or you were invited by a senior mm-hmm. um and also there was an age limit uh to the prom i think you had to be 22 or younger i think uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> like, or, like guests could only be 22 or younger or something uh-huh. like that, which is <laughs> seems a bit high yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> seems a little high but hey that's houston texas baby yeah. So yeah, my prom. I don't remember the theme, but I remember it was a lot of fun, and we had a whole prom weekend after, and it was so much fun. And uh, we went to like, like our friend had like a lake house, so we went to his family's lake house, and uh, it was really really good. And I went with my friend Charlene. Shout out to Charlene. Lives nice, in New York now. Nice. Yeah, she's great. And uh, yeah, I just remember, honestly. That period of 
high school was very good for me because it was prom and then about four weeks later in the middle of the summer we went to the national thespians festival in nebraska and that Uh was my last one that was after i already graduated high school i was still 17 but uh it was just like I was I, felt I was like an adult at that time. It was just me and all uh-huh. my other adult friends all hanging out. And it was super fun. And so that period was good. Um, but it came at the end of a lot of uh, tumult, I will say. Most of senior year was not Ooh. very good. Yeah. But, uh, although, yeah, I love prom. But did you like your prom? Uh, I did. It also, in a very similar way, um, the, mm-hmm. like, December of my senior year, I figured a lot of stuff out, I'll say. And, and I uh-huh. really kind of learned a lot about myself and about the way that I wanted to act. Uh, and so that was, yeah, the prom was like a nice little cap on that. I got to have a night with my friends um, where I felt like a more mature version of myself uh, yeah. and, and spend the time with the people that I love. Oh, yes. V- very that. Very like, <clears throat> for me, it was mostly spring semester of senior year really really um had me learn a lot about myself definitely Uh and also my that first year in community college kind of just felt like like just like stunted growth in a way like i was frozen between high school and college like not yet Mm -hmm. an adult yet um and that too like in a way like kind of felt like that whole period is my ladybird in a sense Uh so yeah definitely max what's up what are the freaking g-force the g-force are going back to school actually they they are not in school they are currently overseas dealing with some unfortunately they were enlisted to uh help um some overseas action it is only about a year after 9-11 after all were the g-force you don't think (laughs) you don't think well who's to say I don't really know because that's part of the G Force the Lost episodes, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which we will get into. This was obviously back in 2001. That's the team like before. This is right. not the G Force that we know and love. That is very much like early, uh, that's like G Serum 1, you know? Yeah. And the G Force we know, that's like G Serum like 10. Like yeah, that's yeah, like yeah, way yeah. down. So. They weren't doing that much. It was kind of like a biological warfare thing where they just basically gave them rabies and, like, you know, made, sick them on. Uh, yeah. But let's say maybe alternate timeline where our G-Force is just rolling back then. Yeah. Maybe they were the class pets. I like that. Maybe they were the... <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe they were going back to school. Oh. Maybe they were going to night school. Maybe they were in the school musical. If the G Force did a musical, musical and the musical was what's like a good high school musical? Um uh Grease. Oh yeah. <laughs> I hate Grease. Yeah, I hate it as a stage play. I, I hate it as a movie, movie too. T- yeah, like I don't think I like that's, some of the songs from it. I don't think it's like good or no, or fun no, no, no. or or should be talked about at all. Weird amount of it is about abortion. Really? Yeah. Uh, 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 what? Have I totally forgotten about that? The old, uh, maybe, I don't know if you've only seen like high school productions. I assume a lot of them take this out. I guess they must. But they uh, must. Rizzo gets knocked up. Right. The song There Are Worse Things I Could Do Yeah. is about. I guess I've never realized that. Yeah. I guess, yeah. So, you know, I've seen well, high school productions of it. I've seen the movie once like a long time ago. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I saw the NBC Live version. Ooh, me too. I remember liking that. I remember liking time. that. Yeah, because yeah. Kiki Palmer was in it. And I remember they did some cool stuff with the camera. Yeah. But I don't really care about that anymore. So. Me neither. How many little tiny ladybirds? How many out Catholic of school wafers out of 10? I would give it a 9. I give it a 9.9. Hell yeah. Do you do you want to do you want to bump that up to a 10? You're right on the cusp. Uh, okay, if you give it an 8.9, I'll give mine a 10. Wait, I have to bump mine down for you to bump yours up? Yeah, yeah, we, we you have to give me some of yours so to bump okay. it up. I'll, I'll give you that. Point. All right, Clayton gives an 8.9. I give it a 10, 10, 10 across the board. Wait, get, turn the echo on. I give Lady Bird a 10. That's Sorry, like, it takes me a long time to, to turn the echo up and on. That's like my 30th 10 on this podcast. Yes. Um, <laughs> 
Has, have I given anything a 10 out of 10? Um, I think I gave Synechity a 10 out of 10. I think so. I think you did. Um, I don't think you even anything else. Maybe The Room. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Maybe Cats. Once we get to a certain Fast and Furious movie. No, 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 no. Um, we'll have to, we, still have, we still have a lot of Fast and Furious I'm, to get. We got a lot of shit to shovel. One, we, we, get to we, gotta we gotta get one more shit out of the way, and then it's mostly gold. Um, I don't believe you. Oh, well, you're gonna. Did you call me Orwell just now? Orwell? Ors- Orson Well? Orson Scott Wells. Max! Sup? What the fuck <laughs> do we do on this podcast? Every single week on this podcast, it's called Critical Darlings, and we always review bad movies. But this month, we're doing but the Darling month. We're doing Darling? So we're watching good movies. Last week we watched Synecdoche, New York. Uh-huh. Today we watched Lady Bird. Uh-huh. And tomorrow, what are we going to watch? Well, Max. What's up? What if I told you... I love that. ...that for this episode of Darling December... I am number four. We are going <laughs> to have on a special guest. I would love that. I'm going to tell you who it is. I have a feeling that just by knowing who it is... You'll probably also know what movie we're going to be doing. Okay. And that special guest that I'll tell you right now, Mr. Lucas Bradanini. Hell yeah. That's great. Do you great. know what movie we're going to be watching? Not at all. What is it? We're going to be watching a movie that me and Lucas both love dearly. Uh, and I know you have seen it as well. Okay. Because we watched it uh, on my birthday a few days after we moved into this very apartment, we're going to be watching Speed Racer. Yes. Go Speed Racer. Go oh, Speed Racer. Oh, fuck yes. I do love it. I remember loving it. Uh, I, I loved most of it. There's one crucial point of the movie that I don't love. And I'm, I'm excited trying to get into it. <laughs> well, we'll get into that next yes, week. Yes, we will. Um, anything else to plug, Max? Uh, no. Well, actually, yes. So... Last year, we said we were going to amp up this podcast like freaking crazy. And boy, did we. And boy, did we. And next year, we are going to, as well, pump it up even freaking more, baby. Yes. So, we have this great new mixer. I'm really working on uh, the filming aspect side of things. I really want to film on the game, but I want better quality. And I will stop at nothing to achieve that. Because I want our social media presence to grow even more. And I want us to have more artifacts of the podcast that are easier, you know, to spread, you know, rather than just the audio. Uh-huh. And so I'm working on that. Working on taking this to the next freaking level. And uh, so, yeah. Hell yeah. With that, uh, we will see y'all next In the week. next one. Along with Lucas Bradanini and the Wachowski sisters. They're flying in, baby. They're, they're zooming in. Go speed razor. Um, but with that, I've been Clayton Shellman. And I've been... International drag superstar Maxim. And as, as always, always, stay, stay critical, 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 darlings. Bye. <sighs>